Well, hello everybody again. It is Tuesday. It is May 18. And once again, I am here with uh, Earl Tiemann. Um, Hi, Tom. Hello, Earl. <laughs> so what are you the master of here at church, like with your job? What, what are you master of? Nothing. <laughs> nothing? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Well, you're, you're, you're the master of like facilities or something, well, aren't I'm you? I'm the operations manager, if you want my official title. Okay. Yes. So I manage operations. And you're a master at it. Yes, you're, thank you're you. You're doing such a good job. Thank you. <laughs> I humbly disagree. You humbly disagree. So. All right. Anyway, today, um, for those of you that listen to the podcast, uh, you know that Tuesdays tends to be kind of like a, a testimony day uh, where guests share um, stories of how they came to know the Lord or stories about people in their life who um, have encouraged them in their journey with the Lord or they share um, some cool God moments recently or earlier in their lives. So, Earl, is there anything that's happened recently or do you want to talk about uh, anything that happened way in the past? I don't know, just something where the Lord kind of like intervened or? Yeah, I think the recent thing might be where I would go. Um, you know, we talk about kingdom breakthrough stories sometimes. And uh, I just, um, you know, this is a podcast, so obviously you don't want to use names, but it just seems like there's a lot of people in our church that have been struggling with health issues lately. Um, in fact, I can't recall a time when there's been as many as there are now, but I think it's pretty amazing that God's working. We shouldn't be amazed that God's working, right? But right. I'm still amazed. I know what you mean. That God is working. Um, Cause there's a lot of answer prayer going on. Um, for those of us who are in church on Sunday, we heard a great testimony from Jill about her mom. Mm. And, um, there's other people who have been in the e-news and um, and some who only share with the staff or the elders about certain things going on in their lives um, that they want to keep confidential. But um, there's just been, I think, a lot of answer prayer going on. So mm -hmm. I, I'm just encouraged and I feel blessed to be a part of that, um, to be part of the ministry where God is doing uh, answering prayers. And um, I think we just got to keep praying. And keep right. believing right. and keep trusting for more breakthrough. Yeah. I think that's pretty awesome. Well, it's true because we've had some surgeries. Yes. Okay. That we as a church have surrounded people in prayer and uh, folks have come out of that surgery mm -hmm. well. Yep. Okay. And have, and have recovered well. Yep. Um, we've had some people in our own personal missional community that we're part of. Yes. That have had health issues. For sure. And very there's been numerous positive developments coming out of there. Yeah, for sure. COVID. Okay, we've had some members of our church um, with COVID, yep. and um, they've recovered. Yep. Um, and so the Lord continues to work. Yeah. Cool. We give him the praise. Yes, we do. We give him the glory. Um, he's a good, good father. He That's is. what he is. That's yep. what he desires for us kids, healing and, and good things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, let's see here. Let's just move right into uh, the book of Ezekiel. Okay. Uh, so we're going into the Old Testament today. And uh, Earl and I were just talking a little bit before we uh, pressed, pressed record that this is kind of a different passage. Um, some of you are probably familiar with this passage or have heard this passage before, but it's, it's the Valley of the Dry Bones that comes out of Ezekiel 37, verses 1 through 14. And um, anyway, we'll read it and um, yeah, we'll just kind of talk what the Lord has kind of brought to our attention. Sounds great. See where, see where our conversation goes. All right. Here we go, Ezekiel 37, 1 through 14. The hand of the Lord was on me, 
And he brought me out by the spirit of the Lord and set me in the middle of a valley. It was full of bones. He led me back and forth among them. And I saw a great many bones on the floor of the valley, bones that were very dry. And he asked me, son of man, can these bones live? And I said, sovereign Lord, you alone know. Then he said to me, prophesy to these bones and say to them, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord says to these bones. I will make breath enter you and you will come to life. I will attach tendons to you and make flesh come upon you and cover you with skin. I will put breath in you and you will come to life. And then you will know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I was prophesying, there was a noise, a rattling sound, and the bones came together bone to bone. I looked and tendons and flesh appeared on them and skin covered them, but there was no breath in them. And then he said to me, prophesy to the breath, prophesy son of man and say to it, this is what the Lord, sorry, the sovereign Lord says, come breathe, come breath, sorry, come breath from the four winds and breathe into these slain that they may live. And so I prophesied as he commanded me and breath entered them. They came to life and stood up on their feet a vast army. And then he said to me, son of man, these bones are the people of Israel. They say, our bones are dried up and our hope is gone. We are cut off. Therefore prophesy and say to them, this is what the sovereign Lord says. My people, I'm going to open your graves and bring you up from them. I will bring you back to the land of Israel. And then you, my people, will know that I am the Lord, where I open your graves and bring you up from them. I will put my spirit in you and you will live and I will settle you, settle you in your own land. And then you will know that I, the Lord have spoken and I have done it declares the Lord. So when I read this for the first time, yes. okay, uh, when I was kind of reflecting on this yesterday, um, the, the two parts that kind of jumped out of me, uh, jumped out at me were the, the, the phrases prophesied to these bones and prophesy to the breath. Oh, interesting. I mean, usually, you know, prophets talk to like living yes, people. people. <laughs> <laughs> they don't talk to inanimate objects like bones or or breath. Yeah, you know, so that kind of stuck out to me um, that that the prophet here, Ezekiel, is being told to prophesy to things that are not even yes, living. Right. Okay. It's like I should like like I. Like I should prophesy to that pen over there. I should <laughs> prophesy to the clock over there. It just seems a little yeah, it's different. Odd. Yeah, a little odd. <clears throat> but Ezekiel did it. Yeah, right? I mean he he did what he the was, Lord told him to do. He was faithful. He was very faithful. And um, and that, so that just made me think. Can we? Made me think. Can we talk to like inanimate objects? <laughs> I'm sure some of us. <laughs> you know, do. can we? I mean, I, I think we can. I mean. I think we can talk to things like COVID, okay? Or is that living? Is that yeah, living? that, is, that, is that probably living? Is okay, living. well, but anyway, so I'm like, well, yeah, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> can we talk to inanimate objects? And I'm thinking, yeah, I bet you we can. Isn't there a part that, you know, you can, if you have enough faith, you can, you know, tell mountains to move and they will move? Oh, you know? okay. I mean, I mean, yep. so I, I, th I think there's, there's, there's an argument there that we can yes. as Christians. Well, there's certainly to. precedent. No, exactly, <laughs> exactly. But then the next thought was like, 
but only if the Lord tells you to. Yes, right. So that that was the word I kind of landed on. So if the, <laughs> if the Lord tells you to say something, okay, then do it. I mean, most often, of course, we are told by the Lord to say something to fellow Christians or, right. or to other people. But, um, but anyway, those were just some of the weird things that kind of crossed my brain. Well, I think <clears throat> I, I, what I think I'm hearing you saying is if the Lord commands you to do something, you should do it. Even if it's odd. Yes. Even if it's odd, you should be faithful and you should do it. Yes. Maybe you said it much better than me, Earl. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think that makes perfect sense. And I, it's to me, that's what you're what you are describing is an act of obedience. Mm. Right. Mm -hmm. You're being obedient. You you know who the Lord is, you know his voice. And so when he tells you something, it makes sense that you're going to be obedient, regardless of how illogical it seems right? right and just do it right think back to noah right in the old testament who was told to yes. to build this ark right you know in the middle of this like wasteland desert right you that know? is now raining and people right. are mocking exactly. them exactly yeah yeah so anyway good. thank you for clarifying and, and, and summarizing <laughs> what i was trying to say <laughs> how about you earl uh the first thing that struck me was uh in verse uh uh, the first few verses, it talks to the first paragraph. He talks about um, these, uh, that these aren't, he just talks about bones and he doesn't talk about, I mean, these aren't bones with skin on. These aren't persons. The person, these aren't dead bodies is I guess what I'm trying to say. It's easier for me to perceive a prophecy where there's a bunch of dead bodies lying around and saying, we're going to bring these bodies to life. These are just bones. There's no skin on them. There's nothing there. Even Jesus, um, when he raised Lazarus, Lazarus was just dead a few days. The, the body was still a body. It's true. It still had skin on it. This isn't even a body. This is just a bunch of bones, bones that are just <laughs> laying there scattered all over the place. And, you know, I'm sure they're not even laid out in exact. They've been kicked around by right, animals right, right. and, you know, so they're scattered and it's full of dust and dirt and it just looks like nothing. So that's an interesting concept to me, just the, the visual of that happening. Mm. Mm. That's one thing that I saw. Um, the other thing that I was thinking was uh, in verse 9, it talks about um, the, the four winds coming together, you know, come breath from the four winds. Yes. To me, well, the four winds, to me, I'm assuming this is, maybe I'm wrong, but this um, to me means like north, south, east, wind, west, right? And I think when four winds come together, when, when winds come together from four different directions, what does that produce? Like a tornado. I was going to say tornado. Yeah. Or huh. that, if it happens over the land, that's what I think of. So then yeah. I just think, well, if these things, whenever these things are happening, um, it's something when God does things so spectacular in creation, you're just in awe. Hmm. So I just imagine him doing this when he says, you know, gather the four winds, um, is he, is he creating a visual where mm -hmm. he's doing something that just creates awe in you? You know, I guess I'm having a hard time articulating what I'm thinking, but when, when even the most unbelieving person, when they see something happen in creation, that is just so huge, like a hurricane, mm -hmm. hurricane or earthquake, something massive like that even they, I think, sit back and go, wow. And they're in awe of what's happening mm -hmm. and they can't comprehend the magnitude of who or what is causing this to happen. Right. 
which I think leads people's minds towards God. And that's what I imagine when I hear a text like this, where it talks about the four winds coming together mm. and swirling everything about. Yeah, it's yeah. creating something huge and something that just draws awe out of people. Right. So what kind of a God do we have? Pretty amazing one, don't you think? Yeah, I agree. I mean, I agree. just one that does things that are beyond our ability to comprehend. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the, that's the kind of father we have. Yeah. And that's the kind of father that even though he's that powerful and that amazing, he still calls us sons, right? And he still yeah. calls us daughters and we can call him dad. Yeah, calls us friend. Right, exactly. Yeah. Abba, right? Don't we, yeah. you know, we can call him Abba, which is daddy. Yeah. Just amazing. You have that great. powerful part of God, that mighty part of God, but you have that good, good father. Yeah. Part of God too. It's amazing. Yeah. Something else that, <clears throat> excuse me, something else that popped up to me um, um, a few weeks ago, Lori and I and the Beldermans were on a, a Zoom call with Alex Absalom oh, sure. uh, as leaders of the Mishima community. Um, he was just giving it, he was giving us some coaching and we were kind of telling him where we're at and where we've been in the past and where we're thinking of going in the future. And then at the very end, he, he wanted to pray with us. And so we said, well, of course. Okay. And so we all, you know, kind of bowed our heads and we closed our eyes and he did not speak for like a long time. And so I, I remember I, I like opened up my eyes and <laughs> it peeked on the screen. It's like, no, he's still there. Okay. And, and then he started praying. But, but what he said in the prayer is that he, Actually, it was after the prayer. He says, he goes, I was listening to what the Lord wanted me to tell you. Oh, sure. Okay. And he, he, had, he had some words for us uh, about the past, about our, about our previous, like, out focus. Yeah. Okay. And he just wanted to encourage us that we made a difference there even more than what we think we did over at the Heritage Nursing Home. But just that fact that he paused for about 45 seconds to a minute and listened, okay, he, he kind of waited for the Lord to tell him what to tell us yeah. instead of him just going right into it. And I'm like, wow, now there is a prophet. There is somebody who who is doing what um, Ezekiel did. Yeah. You know, he listened to what the Lord told him to do, and then he, then he said it. Yeah. And I'm like, wow. Yeah. I and would he, love to be somebody like that. I guess I can. I just have to. Yeah, be disciplined to do it. Right, right? exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. And he was being obedient, right? Exactly. Right. Because it would have been easy for him to just spe start spewing things. Right. Like something prayer. we wanted to hear, yes. something, whatever. Right. But he waited. Yeah. And then he prayed. And that's it, great. Was, it was very meaningful. Hmm. So, so any encouragement for our, our listeners here before we sign off for the day? Well, read Ezekiel and tell us what you think. <laughs> well, I mean, Earl, you bring up a, a good point because I mean, if ever uh, you who are listening to the podcast ever have something that you want to share with us about something that the Lord has been telling you or that's something that the Lord challenged you with, um, you can always go to info at victorypoint.org and, and share what, 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 what it was that the Lord was telling you through that passage. I mean, we'd love to hear um, what the Lord is telling you through, through these passages. So... Well, folks, may you go in peace today, uh, whether you're working or whether you're staying at home today. May you go with uh, the Lord's peace and um, yeah, just be obedient. If you feel or hear the Lord telling you to do something or to say something, do it. All right. We'll see you back here tomorrow.